Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to episode 62 of Double Hot Beat. We're taking the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, a home brewer and craft beer enthusiast. And I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. If you couldn't tell by James's spooky voice, it's Halloween again. Why, yes, Shannon, it sure is. Ha ha ha. There is too much candy in our house and not enough beer. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's getting scary here at the home brewery. James is turning slowly into a vampire or a zombie. I'm not really sure which one. Yeah, it's I think to be. I think I'm about to get in my coffin and just nail it shut until I can make some more beer. Okay, we'll be here doing our thing. <laughs> yeah, so I hope you guys have checked out our Instagram page at Double Hoppy Podcast, where all the fun's happening. No, I'm just kidding. But we had a small Halloween gathering. Uh, Mm-hmm. And when this year we thought, so we picked this theme based on, we pick a theme, not Halloween, but we pick a, a party theme, a party theme as we went over last episode. Mm-hmm. And we thought that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was a well-known children's movie, but apparently that's no longer a thing. No what kids. Mean, what do you mean? No kids today know what Willy Wonka is. Who told you that? What what kids were you polling about Willy Wonka? Yeah, I wasn't polling kids. <laughs> yeah, so how do you know that? All their parents were like, "Yeah, sorry, yeah." They, I'm like, "Oh, I'll bring the decorations out like for the garage and do the garage over." So when the kids trick or treat, they ha- they can kind of go through the garage and have a cool experience getting their candy, like my parents used to do and doing a different theme every year. But they go, "Oh yeah, they don't they don't know what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is." Like, are you kidding me, James? Nobody on this, no child on the street is over the age of ten, so I don't expect a four-year-old to be watching Willy Wonka. I mean, I'm pretty sure I watched that movie when I was four. You watched many things that were questionable when you were four, so we're not going to go down that road. Um, that is true. That is true. I think you could be the one to introduce them to Willy Wonka if that is your passion. You could be the beginning of a Willy Wonka. I would be the beginning and the end. You never know. You can inspire some kids. So we did a Willy Wonka theme party. Anyway, I was I was told by uh, one guest at our, our party that night that I was the Willy Wonka of beer. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I go with that and I just keep it for adults. Who's to say? Whatever you feel like. But the amazing thing was that so we had um, the pumpkin beer mm-hmm. that uh, you made on your Pico brew. No, I made that on your system. Oh, yeah, that's right. I made my funky sour blonde on my Pico Brew. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I keep getting those confused because... I don't know how you could, but okay. I think you put the pumpkin spice in for the pumpkin, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. But yeah, so the blonde, we call the super limited edition blonde because it's only two and a half gallons. Like Shan said, it's got some funk to it. It's, Mine? Yes. Yes. yes I think yours. it was the bathroom conditioning that really did it in. <laughs> So, Shannon was describing it to people as like, do you want to try this beer? I made it. And they're like, yeah, sure. And then she's like, yeah, it was made in the bathroom. It's they didn't a bathroom. say it was made you in the bathroom. You said it was a tub beer. I didn't say that. Someone else took the words, took my words and twisted it into a bathtub beer. I told them that it was fermenting in the guest bathroom that nobody uses for two weeks. It was, it was in the bathroom for way too long and the door wasn't shut. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh but yeah, we what I think happened was so we had that bathroom window open um, because from it, time to time, from time to time to keep that fresh air, you know, yeah, fresh just... air. And I think uh, here in the woods, some 
wild yeast got in through the window and because that fermenter that she had wasn't I think completely sealed. I think that airlock lets, you know, it has yeah. to let things in and out. I think something got in there and it actually was really good. Wild like, yeast just floated in my through my window. I think I called it gone wild. Had your kids, had your wife. Yeah. Wild yeast is coming. It was scary. It was because well, you fir- you had the fir- the honors of the first sip right before I did. Yes. And at first you looked at the color and you're like this is not a blonde. This it is It was like a dark. black blonde. Yeah. And then you took a sip and the face you made was like the face I made on my first beer. And it was just hilarious to see. And then I tried it instantly after and I was intrigued. I think, you know, it actually enhanced that beer. And it it actually rounded it out really nice and it was very malt forward, I would say. Dun dun yes. dun. I would agree. I there's definitely like a little it's just it's kind of a, a sour blonde. It's like a hybrid of it's got, those. Yeah, it's got like a little bit of a sour not bite, but it's yeah. it's just a little something different. Just enough where it's not I wouldn't say it's a sour beer. No, I definitely wouldn't call it a sour. It's definitely so a blonde, but it does have this little bit of a, a different twist on the end of it, which it's surprising to some people. And luckily our friends well, they could have just been been being polite, but they did not hate it. Um, they someone asked said they enjoyed it, so I will take that for my first uh, solo micro nano. Yeah, pico brew. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, at least it, there's multiple things too. The recipe being scaled down too could have played in a factor if we had too much of the honey. Maybe we might have had too much of the honey malt in there, and maybe too much of the the other darker malt that we used in this one so that could have played in it too but i seriously think something got into that keg uh, we'll have to brew it again and see if the same thing happens but maybe switch up the fermenter into one of our ss brew tech fermenters and see yeah the boogeyman up. got into the my, boogeyman my got brew. into the brew well we'll see uh my local homebrew shop i brought brought him a can so we'll you see didn't what, tell me that we'll see what he I says i thought you just brought it. him yours oh no we're, we're together in this son oh, we're, we're, we're both homebrewers here we're, right. bo- we're both brewing so I brought him our uh, blonde, our the mango blonde. I ended up bringing him the pumpkin, and then I brought him the gone wild, is what I called it. Uh, <laughs> gone wild. Blondes because, gone wild. Because I don't know how many people want to drink like the funk or the black blonde beer. You gotta you gotta make it somewhat appealing to someone to have to have to try it. So we'll see what yeah. he says. Call uh, the funk bus. The funk bus. Yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what he says and. Uh, I told him to be brutally honest because that's the best way to improve your beer. Get honest feedback. And if it's honestly undrinkable, it's not undrinkable. We know that because we both drank it. Liked and we're it. still alive. We're still alive. So it's not Our friends poison. drank it and kept coming back for more. But I would say the our blonde, our just a regular blonde, once in a blonde moon take on that, it got kicked. Yeah, that was our golden ticket for the party. Yep. Our golden ticket ale. And it, again, you brew the same beer multiple times and it comes out just slightly different every time. Yeah. So I'm glad that people enjoyed it and they also enjoyed the pumpkin beer. So, and that one, I, th- it's, I think it's getting down there. Oh, but you know what? That was the beer that Zach and I brewed and yeah. we ran out of You didn't the have ingredients. enough ingredients. We talked about this last, last episode. Oh my God. My mind is just getting yeah. blown tonight. It's like I'm possessed by a ghost of a home brewer's past. I'm not sure that's what possession looks like, but we can explore that in a different episode. Clearly, clearly I don't watch scary Halloween movies because I would have nightmares. So, yeah, no. 
So today we're going to do a little about Halloween spooky themed things. But James, it looks like you've thrown a curveball at me and added a question in, in, in our doc that we share that I was not prepared to answer. So I, I snuck this in, folks, right before so she couldn't see it and maybe a oh ghost God, put it in I there. Okay, so to open this up with the Halloween, get you in the Halloween mood and the Halloween spirit, if you could be a character from any Halloween movie, who would you be and what beer would they drink? Okay. I'm going to say I would be Marnie from Halloween Town. Shocker, folks. This is exactly what I thought. Because I'm she was five years pick, old. And she, I feel like maybe she likes hot cocoa, so maybe I go for like a chocolate stout or something. Okay. And chocolate milk be, stout. She'd have to be 21, of course. Yeah, this is like uh, Marnie college years. Oh, the college years where they yeah. switched up the actress. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the witch university or whatever the hell that was. And for anyone who has we not seen that the one. Halloween Town <laughs> series, um, has no idea what we're talking about, but sure, they can. you can Google it and look it up. Yeah, I'm going to say Marnie because I, I would probably, when I was, when that movie first came out, I was, that was like my dream. Like, oh, you can find out secretly you're a witch all these years and you get to go. To this other world. This other world. <laughs> so I'm going to go Marnie. What would your uh, character be, James? So I went with From Nightmare Before Christmas. Surprise, I think surprise. I would be the mayor. mayor. <laughs> what? Did you seriously think I was going to pick the mayor? Why Why would you? St- All right. Why do you think I would be the mayor? Just because. Just because my moods. Yeah. I'm either. Because you just have. Um, sometimes you become pessimistic very easily. <laughs> My God, folks, my wife does not give me a break here. I just thought, and also Jack Skellington was too obvious, so I would say the mayor. Yes, and another reason I picked the mayor is because I'm a man of many hats and faces Mm -hmm. where I can really transition into different style beers, and I used to just drink one style beer, IPA, and now I'm just I can turn your face. I can turn my face, and sometimes I feel like a sour beer for, you know, one or two beers. Uh, and that's like the the sad face of the mayor. And then the happy <laughs> face is when I get that I don't nice, think that should be the sad face. That's my sad face. Okay. Well, you don't have to drink the sour. I don't have. I, I like- feel like your sad face should be for when you get a beer you don't enjoy. Well, no. My sad. sad face would be when the only choices are Bud Light. Okay. Yeah. That should be a sad face. You still enjoy some sour, so you shouldn't have a True. sad face about it. True. Well, I guess I'm sad because I can't enjoy more than one. If have I have more puss. than one sour. Sour puss. <laughs> Don't have a sour puss, James. So, what beer would he drink? Uh, so he would be drinking the double dry hopped Galaxy Citra, and then actually it would be aged for a day. Okay. Because it would be in like that little fountain they have, Mm -hmm. and it would just be he'd be drinking from that. And Sally would put all her. Deadly nightshade in it. I mean, what else keeps him going while he's going around the town saying, you know, all town this news? Meeting. Yep. I mean, he's got a very important job. In the spy- have to wear a spider on your collar all I day? could not survive. I would have to be drunk. See? So, there you go. Okay. Well, you heard it first from Marnie and the mayor of Halloween Town. Yeah. And for those people going, the beer James just described doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it's, yes, because it doesn't exist yet. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that in the future. Maybe 2022. Maybe 2022. A dry hopped, double dry hopped IPA that's aged for a day. That sounds delicious. Yep. Yep.
Okay, so I I like haunted things, James. And oh my gosh, does she like haunted things, folks? I believe back in 2018. Is this that when we started this podcast? Or was that 19? 19? It, I it think was, it was 2018. Um, it was the end of 2018, but I think our first thing was. Okay, well, our very first Halloween episode, I believe we did haunted breweries. I listed a lot, I talked about a lot. But we have another one today that I don't think I covered, but I apologize if I already did. But this is uh, Moon River Brewing Company down in Savannah, and it is their most haunted restaurant, James. Savannah, you Yeah, say. and Savannah is one of the places I've always wanted to go, so I am excited that I, I saw this. So when we get there, we can go visit a haunted brewery and check it out. But it was built in 1821 and was first used as the City Hotel for a while. And that's where the wealthy went there to drink and hang out and have some spirits. Have some spirits. Drink spirits, <laughs> not otherworldly ones. And it was a hotel until 1864, right before General Sherman captured the city of Savannah on his march to the sea during the Civil War. And so it was also used as a hospital during the yellow fever outbreaks and during the Civil War. So hundreds of people have died in this building. That's got a recipe for disaster. I'm out, folks. That's it. Yeah. So after... <laughs> James is like, I'm not even going to set foot in this place. So they, the building was empty for a long time. And then this brewing company restaurant bought the building and moved in and opened. And since then, they've had some lovely things happening, like child spirits just hanging out. Probably all the kids that unfortunately passed away during that yellow fever outbreak. They have a basement ghost named Toby, which is obviously where Toby, Toby deserves to be because he is the worst. And then when you leave the building, you can go, goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby. Uh, the office. Great show. <laughs> Down in the basement, also, one woman said the left side of her body went very cold very quickly. So either it was a ghost or she was in the middle of menopause. Was she, I was going to say, was she pre-screened of like... <laughs> she was having like a hot flash and then the, the hot flash went away and she got cold really quick. So, um, And then in, on the second floor, James Stark, long lost relative of James and Tony Stark. I was going to say, is that Tony Stark's <laughs> lost relative? Is this an... James's like, alter ego is this James like Stark. where Marvel came up with like the multiverse of this, this yes, James Stark? Yes, this is the multiverse of James Stark, or Tony Stark's long lost relative, was shot by the town physician, Philip Minas, who clearly did not take a Hippocratic oath and decided he to shoot someone. I don't know, unless he was trying to help him by shooting him, then I guess that would fulfill the oath. But like put him out of his misery? Yep. Jeez. Assisted suicide. I don't know. But he apparently was shot on the stairs, so you can see him hanging out. For those of you <laughs> who can't see Shannon's face right now, she has got grin to grin as she reads these disturbing facts, and I'm just like, we're recording. I just know our... because you get freaked out, and it's funny. <sighs> um. Also, the bathroom. If you're a woman, don't go there because you'll get stuck in the stalls. Uh, and a one woman <laughs> that was there had to ask the ghost to let her out. That should be the title of this episode. If you're a woman, don't go to the bathroom and get stuck in the stall. She had to ask the ghost to unlock the door so she could leave. Um, and it did. It let her leave. So, What? Why would you talk to a ghost? What? Because she was stuck in the bathroom stall. You crawl under the stall. I don't know. Maybe the floor to ceiling door. I don't know. You know. These old buildings, sometimes they're like actual doors, like real doors, not just like the space on top and bottom doors. So okay. I guess we'll find out when we get there, James. And then in the dining oh room, God. a woman had her leg grabbed while they were eating dinner. I mean, that could be anybody. That could be some sleaze, sleaze ball at the table next to him. Yeah, that's true. 
And then on the upper floors, there was a lady in white because obviously that's what everyone wore back then was white. So when you died, you were always in white. And the fourth floor has a very dark energy. And this brewing company was on season two, episode 23 of Ghost Hunters. And any opportunity I get to watch Ghost Hunters, you know I'm watching Ghost Hunters. So today I watched the episode of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And this was, it's one of their, I mean, season two, this early season, they used to do like three or four investigations of one episode and now they just do one big one. So they were there for one night while they were there. Um, the One of the guys interviewing said that they have pool tables and all the balls would drop into the like track at the same time. They had cold spots, voices in the basement. They caught mist on camera. And then there was this shadow figure behind, there's like a little bar spot behind the pool tables and there was a shadow figure that was like walking back and forth and they did test that one james because i know what you're thinking you're like oh it could just be a shadow of a person or a person over there but they didn't have actual people walk over and go to that same spot and walk around and it did not look like a person so that is that that is september 2005 so i'm sure they've had a lot of instances since ghost hunters was there last i mean i I think we'll have to go check it out I don't discredit ghosts. Uh, we had our own scary brewery experience back back when we went to Salem, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. yeah, where I the witch trials were. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a spooky little brewery for you. It is I won't be going Moon there. River Brewing Company in Savannah, Georgia. So if you were in the area looking for a spook this Halloween season, feel free to go check it out or just any other time of the year. It's fun to go Visit some haunted places. And Savannah is a very haunted place. So if you do go there, there are a ton of other places you can also go that are haunted. Like the streets just have ghosts on them. Okay. So places that James will not travel. Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) Okay. And for those wondering uh, what our Halloween episode was, that was episode 16, Haunted Halloween Spirits. And that was back in 2019. Okay. So I make right, sure you binge our Halloween episodes before this Halloween. Yes, all three of them. All three. <laughs> yes. Yes, all three. Very exciting. So, anyways, that's my spooky news. Okay. Well, on to other spooky news. Uh, have you ever heard of a spooky delivery service? No. So, I feel like this could be just like. Our neighborhood could totally do this because everyone seems to be really into craft beer and just homebrew and everything. Just scare each other and just deliver beer to each other's houses dressed in costume. I could see that. Well, we did get boozed, so. We did? You've got boozed? Or you've been boozed? We we were boozed. You've been boozed? Yeah. So someone dropped off beer on our... What is door, and then we had to give beer to other people or so, dr- we, wine too. So clearly, we moved at the right time and in the right neighborhood because we all think alike. And this mm-hmm. is our first experience when we've been boozed. Um, I never even heard of it before. I literally opened the front door. I go, "What the heck is this?" And I, I go, "Did I die? Did so, did so, did yeah. something happen? Like, so how did what did I get to deserve this? Like people dropping beer at my front step. It's like, and it was a mystery. So it's kind of spooky. So. I guess in a different way, spooky than what you're going to tell us about. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how I can top, t- top you've been boozed. But a great <laughs> idea for those looking for maybe next Halloween what to do uh, with your 21 and over neighbors of uh, you've gotten boozed. Yeah. Okay. So for this spooky delivery service in Seattle, Elysian is teaming up with Georgetown Morgue, which is a haunted house. Ooh. 
That's a great freaking name for a haunted house. Yeah. I, I thought it was an actual morgue at first. And I was like, what are they putting in bombing fluid in the in the stuff? I mean, but, it's basically the same thing. But yeah, so this haunted house teamed up with the brewery. And they're delivering their pumpkin four pack to local residents. And it's called the Scary Good Delivery Service. Yeah. So you get a pack of their Night Owl, their Punkachino, Great Pumpkin, and Darko the Moon. But, James, Uh-oh. as you can tell everyone, this is not a normal, here's your beer, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not your normal, here's your beer, gotta go, people. Uh, yeah, what they do, which I thought this was hysterical, is they'll, when you order your beer for delivery... Actors from the haunted house will come and deliver them to your front door. I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, you. This is a hard pass. This is a no from me, dog. Yeah, I'm. I wonder set. what they do though. Like, I don't trust them. I don't trust to them. come near my door. Well, then you can just shut the door on them. I, if I feel like this is something a person would order from me as a prank, because I know I would not appreciate it. I would probably. Well, also, if I did not know this was coming and I opened the door and there was like a psycho clown outside, they better watch out. <laughs> they better watch out. Watch out, guys. Shannon is out. Yeah. So I, I'm not a fan. I mean, it's a cool idea if you love horror things. I know we have a couple of friends who are really love haunted houses. They go to Halloween Horror Nights. They're into the scary Halloween vibe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do the ones where they're like, yep, grab my neck and like toss me up against the wall kind of Yeah, I'm more of the cutesy Halloween person. A cutesy? What's a... I'm more of a cutesy Halloween person. I like children's movies. I like... You were just going (laughs) to say I like children. And I was like, that's not... That's not okay, Shannon. So yeah, I'm not not a big fan of this. I once went to a haunted house and I knew they couldn't touch you, but... They can get real close. But they can get real, real close. close. Real close. I was never allowed to go to a haunted house. I know. Uh, my parents always said when you get to the eight, ripe age of 13, you can go. Ooh, spooky 13. Then uh, the only place. And then Spooky World closed. And yeah, they closed. And my parents like were like, dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Well, you would have had nightmares. I would have had nightmares for sure. So would you do this or would you not do this if you lived in Seattle? Um. I think if I was with like a group of our friends, yeah, I'd do it. It sounds like it would be mm-hmm. fun, but if I was by myself and someone got it to- delivered, I just probably wouldn't open the front door. That's true. If there was a stranger at my door, especially if I was home alone, I would not. Especially if it's that. guy holding like a chainsaw, like in a Jason yeah. mask, are you going to open the door? No, definitely not. No. I'd probably call the police. <laughs> call the. <laughs> I'd call the police. Call the police. So, James. I know you want to talk about something at the very end of this, but I just figured before we wrap up this Halloween episode, you know, we should just do a little in memoriam for all of the beers and brews and drinks who have met their demise in 2021. Just take a moment of silence for some of these things. For all the home brewers out there who have lost some of their many, many hours over there. New recipe development beers and new beer adventures. All those lonely IPAs out there and stouts and mm-hmm. sour beers. It's a very sad time. That just so we're gonna made add, it to the drain. Yeah. So these uh these beverages are now part of the beer boneyard. And, and they um, may they rest in peace. My Simcoe IPA forever. <laughs> it smelled good before it died and when it died. 
didn't taste very good. <laughs> James has a little bit of a tear in his eye. I do. He's getting emotional about this IPA. It was a 4.1% ABV. Uh, Simcoe, all Simcoe all the way. And uh, it would have been good. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. Could have, would have, should have, but didn't, it wasn't. Didn't pass my quality standards. So I flushed it. No. And like a fish. <laughs> so I flushed <laughs> it like a fish. Well, all those poor fish out there. Well, they're drunk on IPA. Um, no, I didn't flush it. I put it into our backyard where our flowers grow. Yes. Into so the, hopefully the beer from the ground will rise the Simcoe IPA flower <laughs> next year. Just starts sprouting bottles of beer in our outside our fence. <laughs> I mean, if I'm Willy Wonka, uh, if I'm the Willy Wonka of beer, that would yeah, happen. That would. That'd be freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, in the Golden Ticket Blonde, I don't, I, I don't think I would add this to the Boneyard. I'm going to contest this one, James. I, don't I think know. this goes to the Hall of Fame, like recipe, fame, area because it didn't, it it didn't fail. No, it this, could this come is back more for all point. those for all those homebrew kicked kegs out there that they were just too damn good and they just, too too good to live. They just went. They just lived a very adventurous life too soon, too fast, and they're gone before you Live know. Live a good it. die young, James. And now they're just the ghosts of the empty kegs yep. until they're filled up and reborn again as something else. May God have mercy on its soul. <laughs> and again, for those commercial breweries <laughs> out there, they've had their share as well. And uh, Boston Beer Company had that with their millions of cases of truly hard seltzer that will be destroyed uh, because they were very aggressive with their capacity of supply and the growth in hard seltzers was not as prosperous as they forecasted. They got very excited, uh, hyped up. Hyped up. Lots of seltzer was out there. Didn't pan out. And it's just not going to hit the shelves in time before its freshest moment. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people have said, give that give that good stuff away. And they said, no, we're quality. Gotta I also think that, I don't know if you can really give away free alcohol. Well, like they would that, say so. they would, it was, it was, they would offer it at a discount is what gotcha, gotcha. people were saying. Can you offer it at a discounted price? Okay. And they, they said, that's not what our brand's about. We're about quality. So okay. I, I understand that, you know, Simcoe, gotcha. that's Simcoe IPA could have, could have did something, but. Just didn't have the wings. It had the aroma. Should have given it some Red Bull. It had the color. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it just didn't have it. So, this one, this one hits hard, James. All the Molson Coors gang, especially that Keystone, Keystone Light. You know, I feel like with the Keystone, guys are <laughs> college years. Keystone Light. Oh, all those memories fueled by the key. All those dank basements and lonely, lonely. <laughs> Lonely cans just crushed, hanging about. Add their tab to the boneyard. And number nine. Yeah, I I honestly, James, I can't remember if this uh, was announced last year or this year, but Magic Hat is only making, well, so not number nine. They're, they are only making number nine. So this is to all their other beers that are no more. They are exclusively a number nine brewery now. And apparently James didn't know this. I did fact. not. I just told him tonight. And I did cry <laughs> for a minute or two. It was one of the first breweries we went to together. We tried yeah. some very one of the, limited one of brew our, right yeah. from the cask. One of our first best 
craft beer experiences of our life. Got a tap handle right off the tap. Yep. Um, we got to play our music over the loudspeakers. Yeah, it's a good time. So it was a good jam. I'm gonna mourn all the beers that are no more. It was a freakishly a scary hat. good time. But yeah. at least, hey, at least they're still making number nine, baby. They're still making number nine out of Rochester, New York. So Hell yeah. Also, RIP to their old brewery in Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> so that is our beer boneyard. If you all want to wipe away your tears. Everyone's going, this is, this is Halloween, Shan. I got to stop you. This is Halloween. It's all about fun, okay? We're, we're getting sad here. There's graveyards in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, Shannon's... T- uh, a- Demon from Savannah, Georgia, right now. <laughs> that was that White's was weird. Out. That was weird. Um, but so I'm gonna end for all you dads out there. This is my first Halloween as a dad. I'm super stoked about it. And in the spirit of being a dad, I thought I would share some jokes that you can go ahead and use on your children and embarrass them this Halloween. And then they'll g- hopefully give you candy so that they will, you know, you won't say any more jokes. In spirit of being a new dad, ha 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 ha, Halloween puns and jokes, everybody. <laughs> What's your favorite part of Halloween, Shannon? Mm, is it a joke or a question? <laughs> the booze. Oh, okay. All right, Shan, what do mummies listen to on Halloween? <laughs> Rap music. Oh my god. Oh. Jesus. All right. What does a vampire never order at a restaurant? Water. <laughs> Water. Sunlight. I don't know. <laughs> How about a steak sandwich, baby? Why would they order a steak sandwich? They wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like an actual like meat steak, <laughs> not a wooden steak. It's the pun. That's... I know, but I thought you meant like an actual steak sandwich, and I was like, "That sounds good. Why wouldn't they want that?" <laughs> oh, oh st- all right. S-T-A-K-E. All right. Clearly, my my comedic. I have to step up my comedic delivery here. Things. All right. A ghost walks into a brewery. Okay, and the brew tender asks, "What you'll have?" And the ghost says, "I'm here for the booze." That's the oldest joke in the book. Is it really? Yes. Well, I'm new. I'm new. It's it's a new joke to me. This is where like I'll. S- I'm gonna. Tell the you same can call jokes. up my brother and get some dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> He's got a whole calendar full. He'll well, gladly share. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. James has a shirt that says that. So. And I'm hilarious, of course. Oh, he really spent like all day thinking of these. Well, not the jokes because it's probably came from the internet, but the puns that you just heard, the corpse, you know. James, you had me laughing down to my bones, my skeleton bones. <laughs> Your skeleton bones. <laughs> oh God. I'm like the spooky, scary skeleton, or whatever it's called. Uh, well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Another thing after this boneyard is this episode. Everyone's like, "Thank God they only got three Halloween episodes," because <laughs> I can't handle it. Serious, this, scary this is what happens when you have somebody that gets too scared too fast and someone who just doesn't know. Which one's which? <laughs> that scary part, isn't it? I'm probably going to go watch some more Ghost Hunters. So, you know, got to get those Halloween vibes in. Yeah, for sure. All the vibes, all the time. 
Well, speaking of vibes, we are always looking for homebrewers to come share their story on our show. So if you're interested, please send us a direct message on our Instagram at Double Hot Beat Podcast. Yeah, I think we have some great homebrewer stories coming mm-hmm. coming your way. And as an independent podcast, your support means we stay that way. So please remember to follow us on our Instagram page at Double Hot Beat Podcast and tag your friends on your favorite posts and episodes. This really helps us uh, get the word out there to other homebrewers and just have a good time together. Yeah, and also if you can go rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I think we're on almost every platform, so go hit that subscribe button and it helps us get new listeners and get our name out there. So we really appreciate that. And we will end by saying happy Halloween Halloween to everyone. We will catch you next year for next year's Halloween episode. (laughs) And this has been Double Hoppy. Catch Catch you on on the side. And that was not coordinated (laughs) at all. And I think we just got possessed. That, that was weird. That was just a nerd moment. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.